good evening or good morning or good day whenever this should find you, you beautiful soul. My name is Nova and you have perhaps stumbled across Nova Logs, a diary, if you will, a public one where I lay down at night and I talk deeply about what's going on in my life or the thoughts that have roamed through and found their way on my bed with me. You will find that I'll be reflecting on love, relationships, setbacks, or self-love, and everything in between. So before today's episode, sit back or lay down if you can, light some candles, incense, make whatever you need comfortable around you, grab that glass of wine, that apple juice, glass of tequila, whatever you fancy, stay hydrated, water works best too, and if you're under 21, water or some juice works best too, (laughs) so get comfortable, and welcome to my brain, let's talk. So, I'm a little nervous, and I'll be honest and say that I'm recording because this is my journal, but I feel a little weird speaking to myself in my room when I have roommates. It's just kind of like a weird vibe for me, but I'm working through it because I should be able to do this, and it's okay that I like do all this kind of stuff for myself in my room, like voice notes, and if people hear that, they hear that, and whatever, that's just who I am. So, (laughs) nipping behind the bud before I go on this tangent, I am yet again in a position where, and I mean this from like my last notes, where I kind of gave in a little impulse just to kind of still have the opportunity there in front of me so that I can make sure that I want it or don't want it or like I'm willing to go there with Michael about having sex because that is like you know with all the history there that's and the friendship that we've worked so hard to build and now that it's on the table there's just my mind's going a bunch of different places and not one is right or wrong it's just they're like all the possibilities. It's part of my analytical mind. That's how I work. Um, sometimes people can confuse that for anxiety, and I'm starting to realize that that's just how my brain processes things, and that's okay. So, but when it gets in the way of being able to make a decision, that's when, you know, that's when it's like I feel like you need to be analytical, and. And it depends on the decision, obviously. But in this case, the decision is to open up intimacy on a sexual, like like sexual intimacy and physical intimacy with a close friend that I have been codependent with and wrapped into like three different um, heartbroken moments with this person. And then I finally get over it and I come to um, New York and... I come to New York already having somebody here that I know because when I've paid a visit here in March, like 
I met somebody and they were, they, they pretty much gave everything that I th thought I wanted in a relationship and, or like in a person, as a person, like they were someone that I instantly fell head over heels for. And I was just visiting and I hadn't even made up my mind to move here yet. But I knew that I was getting there because I had all of these weird signs and things that popped up around me. Like, I don't know if I should believe in, like, I believe in spirituality, but like sometimes the tarot and like the, the intuitives, that kind of stuff, like I was skeptical of it until like, until somebody actually, another intuitive said this and I relate to it, but like, I don't. I didn't, I don't believe in something until it happens to me. <laughs> um, when it comes to certain things, obviously, but when it comes to like spirituality, I have such a disconnect with like, because of growing up in a Catholic school or not school, Catholic church, and then going to like, um, this weird catechism where they like train you to love the Bible basically. <laughs> and you have to like do this before you can technically take the body and blood of Christ, which is the bread and the blood or the, the wine, <laughs> the blood. So I went through all that and have this like severe disconnect with spirituality. And that's really all religion is, is it's spirituality at its core, not this, you know, this um, environment where it's used politically to control masses of people and so when something happens to me on the spiritual level that's when I can like finally you know accept it and believe that there is something higher than us on some level and I trust science and f facts so it's kind of like finding the ways that those two blend and make sense together and I kept saying, like this one um, medium told me that I was, you know, going to end up in New York and like do something in graphic design and I was going to stay at this one job for like a little and that all played out and the only thing that felt a little f like forced, I mean the other two were the job and um, just what was I saying? Job, New York, and um, the graphic design. And lo and behold, I did those naturally for two different things. And so in New York, though, when I went to visit, because I'm, I'm having my surgery here, um, my bottom surgery. And so my surgeon is here, and I was like, I got to come here for a consult. She's like, one of them I'm so excited by the surgeon because they're really good at what they do and I just had the time of my life and I like fell in love with it and then I met this person and that was just like extra cherry on top and like in a way they kind of did influence a little bit of my decision making to come here because I, I saw a side of New York that like I wanted to be part of like I wanted I wanted to grow my life in the way that he like showed me the city and all and himself you know so that that happened and it was so intimate and connected and it felt like 
you know, soulmate situation. And I get back to Michigan. And then all of a sudden, you know, what always happens in relation, in like these kind of instances is where the guy, for some reason, becomes unavailable. And to me, and you know, without going into too much of that, because this is really about Michael right now, having gone through all of that already, and then finally making these big decisions for myself that I'm wholeheartedly ready to do for the first time in my life, ready to take these jumps in, 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 in a responsible way that makes sense for me. And so <laughs> I get, you know, I have this whole situation play out and I'm like getting reconnected in a way with Michael because we, we had a weird break where we couldn't, we didn't talk to each other because we had developed a like severe co codependent relationship and it was him being unavailable on so many different levels, like without airing his stuff on this it's just a lot of a series of things that happened and each time he, I ever confessed it was always like no I just don't see you that way you know and that was really tough to get over so to sit here and contemplate having sex with this person who who to, you know to me rejected me three times and then also painted this pseudo relationship but it was codependent and then it was just supposed to be made to be as friendship it was just a lot of heartache and a lot of struggle for me to go through and to again have this kind of not a proposition but this kind of like new dynamic with him where we're friends we're like really good close friends but we're now talking about, like, being sexual with each other. And my brain can't help but think of all the different reasons. Oh, did you just break up with your friend and now you're, now I'm your last resort? Like, is that what this is, is technically? And, like, you're going to be in the same position that I'm in because I just got out of something really fucked up as well. And so now, like, we're going to risk our friendship and we're gonna just <laughs> like recklessly dive into something that we both have like a history a historical example of being codependent because one or the other and like come on when friends start having sex it ruins it it ruins the friendship like everybody knows that and like everybody wants to challenge that and make it casual but you know what I think I found the difference I think I, for me I understand I understand how or like the reason why it, like what circumstances make these things not work and this relates to me because I'm recognizing a pattern and this is like really monumental for me because the pattern here is that I've learned what I want now. I've learned how, like the type of people that I want 
to attract and the, the type of person that I'm willing to have sex with at this point in my life. And that person is because I am not available for a relationship right now, but that's for me. That is like, I, I'm putting it on the table where it's on the table and I'm taking it and I'm taking it off the table, but I'm still holding it in my hand. Meaning if I meet someone and we're friends and we have a sexual vibe and we do have sex, that to me is fine because that person is going to be in the same page on me, uh, is the same page as me. Meaning they're either ready for a relationship or need wouldn't just want to take it slow or they're also not really wanting a relationship they just want someone to connect with to be friends with and if the tensions arise like sexual tensions arise if the if the moment proposes like comes up then we can like do it because whether we have sex or not, I need to work on myself before I'm emotionally available for a relationship. But that doesn't mean I'm not available to the connections and I'm not denying the fact that the connection can transform me into the next phase of who I am as an individual living in my own, my own desires, goals, and needs, right? Like, that's the perfect relationship is that you are individuals who are companions and lifelong companions if it gets there. But that is the goal. But you don't, I don't, I'm not going into it like, oh, I'm looking for a relationship and I'm not going into it. Oh, I'm just looking for a hookup. I'm going into it. Hey, let's be friends. Let's chill. Let's work on our own shit. And if it happens, it happens. And then if it doesn't, it doesn't. But the difference between that situation and having sex with a longtime friend whom you have history with, and then the, the, the opportunity comes where you can have sex and you are in my position with what I want and who I'm looking for. But they are totally, they've like taken a relationship off the table and thrown it out of their hand. They don't have it in their vicinity. They don't, whenever, whenever the spirits or your God aligns, that's going to decide it. Like it's all dependent, like it's all focused on them. They're a hundred percent about them right now, which actually more like 150% because like I'm 100% about myself right now I'm just open but again the difference is that I'd be entering into this experience with someone who is unavailable wholeheartedly whereas my body and my mind is available to someone I'm just not available for the intimacy just yet and I know what I have to work on and I know what I'm going through to do it and I'm taking that space but I'm not denying the connections again. I'm just, I feel like I'm being redundant with myself. But, but if, if that's the case, which it is, because I think I'm recognizing that I'm not in the same page, on the same page as him as like completely like withdrawn from like 
relationship and intimacy on that level. I'm not completely opposed to that. I'm just not focused on it. And it's the reverse. So if I end up having sex with Michael, then I'm the one who's likely to have feelings if a dynamic shift arises within myself. And that's just another pattern of falling for someone who's completely unavailable to me and not right for me in this moment. So I keep battling that and I think I just need to really fucking start listening to myself because that is an important piece of growth. Saying no to that and respectfully saying, listen, I care about our friendship because this will ruin our friendship and it'll ruin me and I won't, don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go through that again. I don't want to go through that. And I think there's a high chance that it'll go through that and being, and, and I think for me being, I forgot, but like, I think my problem, the reason why I'm back and forth is because a, I want to like, he's hot, but at the same time, B, I confused growth, meaning being able to endure the situation rather than knowing that I don't have to. That is like intense to, to realize for someone who doesn't re- know it because everybody, it's kind of maybe like an obvious thing for a lot of people or to most people. But for people who are wrapped up in patterns, that's a very monumental thing to to realize. I I think. I mean, that's how it feels. So that's why I've been kind of going back and forth and, and kind of not being honest to myself and relying on an impulse and just kind of like flirting and like sending these things. And like even that, that's like changed. I mean, I'm still being me, but it's kind of changed like what I can do with him, like what I can say and do. And it's almost uncomfortable. And that was also part of the reason why I have kept doing it is because I, I'm also kind of, I, it's either an excuse or it's a good idea. I don't know, but I'm also figuring out what the dynamic is with impo like with a sexual context of intimacy, you know, like with the, the over our heads, the sexual acceptance between each other and going to those kind of conversations, like seeing how we interact now during that is helping me see what it will be like once, you know, the shoes fit (laughs) when once the, the whole, once we have sex or like, no, not once we have sex, like if we have sex. So not even if I think that's the moral of this whole entire like rant it's a matter of saying no to this because I'm not going to do this with him that is not good for me I, I I won't fall into that again I'm just coming out of the most extreme version of what I went through with him and that has completely like transformed me. Like the, like when I, (laughs) the reason why I got so fucking focused was because I finally started focusing on myself. And that is what got me to New York. Like 
I need my experiences with people to not be, I need my experience of transformations to not only be heartbreak from unavailable men. Like there is way more to life than to be moving through life and only learning your lessons through these people and these these shitty ass experiences. So there 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 is more to learn, more ways to learn than that. It's getting late and I need to meditate. So I think that was my point was recognizing patterns and understanding how to change the behavior and why you should. The why is always like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know how some people get mad at a kid when they're asking questions and they're always asking why, 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 why? If you don't let a child do that, if you don't give them a safe space to say why, even though it's fucking annoying sometimes, if you don't let that kid realize that the way you understand the world is because of asking why. And when you don't have that as a kid, you don't learn how to associate with the world because you don't understand the world. And that manifests in adulthood, probably in the same ways that it's manifested within me, Michael, uh, a plethora of people I can name off that I won't <laughs> like imagine I mean yeah maybe I'm off yeah probably off mark because not everybody is the same but I'm sure it could be a uh, one of the th things that could influence these kind of things these kind of disorders or like problems with people maybe it's one of those I mean there's a whole shit ton of things that happen to kind of give you trauma as a kid that you don't recognize as an adult but for me I'm just kind of like it's interesting you know I need to know the why of what I'm doing and I need to know the why of how some people might be reacting and what page they're on like why are they on that page and what page are they on that kind of shit and not only understanding that, but applying it in a way that I can inform my decisions and funnel my feelings through a whole different kind of, it's like, instead of operating through feelings, you're operating through that. And, you know, that's not to say that feelings are bad and that, you know, leading with feelings isn't ever appropriate. But when it comes to making decisions that don't trap you into these toxic relationships and then having to heal from them and then having to find the silver lining and then finally loving life again enough to focus on yourself that you know why why go through all of those steps when you can just love life and be around people who love who you are and love where you want to go and do all of these things with you and then also live their own lives. And it's just a big, beautiful, happy life being so idealistic right now. But I need to understand the why. And I think I'm finally getting there.
and this this is a challenge this is a challenge i've been wondering if this was you know a lesson that i need to that i'm getting a second chance at and or a first or a third or a fifth or a sixth, i don't know like i'll start thinking about that more but I was questioning whether it was, and no, this is totally another lesson. This is like finally, finally overcoming, overcoming it. Ugh, I'm overcoming the why. Okay. Caldo Cute signing off.